Hello, my name is Pia Yesat and thank you for listening to our newest edition of our Race to Recovery podcast. Today we are focusing on Germany and therefore we are delighted to have our partner Christopher Kranz as our guest. Christopher is based in Frankfurt and had the restructuring and insolvency practice in Germany. Welcome Christopher, happy to speak to you. Hi Pia, thanks for having me. Christopher, as you're new to Simmons and Simmons, Would you like to say a few words about the newest restructuring practice in Germany? Yes, of course. Very happy to. I joined Simmons and Simmons in August with a team of two associates after I was seven years in the restructuring team of a Magic Circle law firm. Our aim here is to build a fully integrated restructuring and insolvency practice. So we will focus on financial restructurings, but We can really cover the whole variety of restructuring advice from out-of-court debt workouts, for example, to hybrid or even classic insolvency proceedings. In particular, we are experienced with the insolvency of whole groups of companies and also cross-border proceedings. Thank you, Christopher. In this session, let's focus on COVID-19 crisis, how the German economy reacted and how the German legislator responded. How badly was the German economy hit by COVID? As every country in the world, of course, Germany's economy was hit hard. There was an almost unprecedented decline in GDP when we compare it to the pre-pandemic figures. So overall, the GDP was down roughly 5% in 2020, and that is really comparable to what we saw in the financial crisis. The numbers are very similar. The good news now is that the German GDP is now slowly rising again since the first quarter of this year. However, GDP remains 3.5% lower than compared to the last pre-pandemic quarter. So it looks like we're getting better, but we still need some time to get back to where we were. And how do these figures translate into insolvency filing rates? Filing rates had already been historically low for a few years before COVID-19 hit the economy. In absolute terms, there were only... 19,000 corporate insolvency proceedings in 2019, and that is already very low. In 2020, many people, of course, expected to see insolvency filings to go up. But interestingly, the exact opposite happened. Filings were even down 15% when compared to 2019. In absolute terms, we only had 16,000 insolvency proceedings in 2020, which is 3,000 less than in the year before. That sounds interesting. Christopher, could you explain the reasons for this effect to us? There are, in my view, mainly two reasons. First, the German state emergency aid system all in all worked quite well. The way the system works is threefold. As almost every other country, we have direct state subsidies for businesses who had to close temporarily during the lockdown. So that money came from the taxpayer and these businesses didn't need to repay that. Then the German government provided rescue funding through equity instruments. This was done through a state fund. However, equity funding was mainly reserved for large enterprises. For instance, the German airline Lufthansa, they received equity funding. Now, by far the largest portion of the rescue funding was, in fact, provided through debt instruments, mainly state-backed rescue loans provided by the house bank sector and then back-to-back guaranteed by the German state. Of course, These debt instruments, they, they keep businesses liquid and they can prevent insolvency filings. However, that money will need to be repaid at some point in the future. So a lot 
of the stabilization and recovery we are seeing today may raise some questions tomorrow, in particular to what extent businesses will be able to repay the additional debt they had to borrow. Okay, state aid schemes are one explanation for the filing rates. What is the other? The other probably even more significant reason is that filing duties were largely suspended throughout 2020 and into the first half of this year. COVID-19 emergency legislation that was passed in March last year, and essentially it gave directors of German companies a waiver from the very strict German insolvency filing duties. That waiver was initially very broad, and it covered all mandatory filing reasons, meaning illiquidity and over-indebtedness. However, the German government then subsequently limited the scope of the waiver from October 2020. In particular, illiquidity was excluded from the scope, and since May this year, filing duties are in full force again. And what does these changes mean for the filing rates in Germany? The simple answer here is that we can actually see a more or less stringent correlation between COVID-19 legislation and insolvency filings. To give you an example, filing rates were at their all-time low back in September and went up moderately after October. And we can expect that this effect was indeed caused by significant numbers of illiquid companies, which had to file again after the law changed in October. Between January and March, we can see a spike in filing rates, and we expect that these are companies which were not eligible for state aid schemes and thus could not rely on the limited waiver in force at that time. And now it gets really interesting. Let's recall that there is no longer any COVID-19 waiver in force since May. That is why we do expect that filing rates will spike up even further. We can already see from the data that there is usually a time lag of approximately two months until we can actually see the effects from the legislative changes. So, in my view, an increase in filing rates should be expected in autumn this year. Some people argue that this will happen after the general election in late September. Okay, and all in all, what is your expectation for the German restructuring market in the future? I believe that we will see two effects. First, as we expect filing rates to go up in autumn, we will see more requests for insolvency-related advice and actual insolvency proceedings. And second, there will be the need to refinance and reschedule COVID-19-related additional indebtedness. The over-indebtedness test in Germany has a forward-looking period of 12 months, and some of these debts will likely mature already in 2023. I therefore expect to see an increase in cases early next year. And this effect will also be driven by the director's obligation to monitor financial distress on an ongoing basis in dealing with upcoming maturities That is large, largely something which needs to be taken into account sooner rather than later. Last but not least, how will debt restructurings look like? In that respect, German law has undergone significant changes in the last years. Since this January, Germany has a completely new out-of-court restructuring tool, similar to a UK restructuring plan or, for instance, a Dutch scheme. It is called the Starug. And explaining the Starag in more detail is something for one of our next podcasts, probably. But I believe that this tool can actually play an important role in how debt restructurings will look like in the future, at least for larger enterprises and in relation to the more complex cases. That said, thank you all for your attention. Thanks, Christopher, for joining. And please turn in again for our new next podcast. Have a nice day. Thank you. Bye.